Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kashpu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kush and I'm your host. On this podcast, we chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how freaking powerful you are when it comes to creating the life you actually want to be living. How to build a life that not only looks good on paper, but one that feels so rich, so satisfying, and so abundant. How to actually start living with more intention so that you can be intentional about the outcomes that unfold. We walk around with so much power to be, do, or have anything our heart desires, but most of us are actually sleeping on that power. Instead, we're looking outside of us for answers and for help, whereas we have everything within us. And you can either go through your life settling, feeling unfulfilled, feeling frustrated, or you can start to now lean in. Lean in and tap into that power and really create the grandest, most magnanimous life possible for you. I don't know about you, but I know which option I'm definitely going for. And on this podcast, if you are new here, we upload new episodes twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday. So be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the new episodes that I put out. And essentially, uh, what we do around here is really break down the process of manifestation because especially now it's becoming so mainstream and I know it can be very overwhelming to sift out what works what doesn't but on this podcast it's very much no bs straight to the point and making sure that you're able to leave with actionable and tangible steps to start creating shifts because when you can start creating the shifts and actually like i said be intentional about how you're showing up that is how you're able to create the shift around you and also shift what shows up for you and today's episode is going to be a really really powerful episode especially if you have been struggling with surrendering letting go you're getting frustrated that your big desires just aren't manifesting and really where you need to now place your energy if you want to start creating those big ships but before we do so I want to remind you that registration is still open for my upcoming program seal the deal which is a four-week sprint to help you start shifting from merely getting glimpses of your desire to finally seeing it fully manifest into your reality. No more a bit of money here and a bit of money there, but instead straight up cash consistently coming into your account. No more a date here, a date there, or someone introduced saying that I want to introduce you to someone, but that never goes further than that conversation. No more seeing your health slightly improve, but then before you know it, you're back to square one. No, no, no. We are about to get the bag. We're about to get the full-blown manifestation. I'm so excited for this program because this, everything I'm about to teach over the four weeks is really what has helped me manifest some big, big changes in my life. And over the four weeks of working together in this program, it is a group program, by the way, you're going to receive two potent calls to help you close the gap between you and your desire. We move really freaking fast in my world. Like We have this idea that in order to see big change, it's going to take months, years, maybe for some people, but when you understand manifestation, how quantum leaping works, how to jump timelines, essentially, 
that gap gets closed very, very quickly. And so in addition with those two calls, you're also going to be part of a safe and supportive WhatsApp group to address any queries you have over the four weeks, and also to really ensure you're able to accelerate the momentum, which is required for your reality to ship. I say this time and time again, it's all about momentum. And if you can be intentional about creating enough momentum around your desire, it has no choice but to manifest into 3D reality. And so you can head to the show notes to sign up. We start officially on October 11th, but as soon as you sign up, you will receive a quantum leap meditation and a workbook with exercises to help you start clearing out the resistance right away. And like I said, if you're just someone who's fed up of Meredith getting glimpses and you're ready to just see those big, full-blown manifestations enter your world, you know, and if you're just finding that, okay, even like when it comes to surrendering, letting go as much as you want to believe that the universe has your back and you want to let go, but there's a part of you that can't help but micromanage and control, this is the program you want to be in. Because the minute you start to doubt yourself, the minute you start to question, the minute your alignment essentially wavers, all you're doing is delaying the process. And when you can actually work on those areas, things move very fast. And so you can head to the show notes with the link to sign up. A replay will always be available if you aren't able to attend the calls live. But with that being said, let's get on to today's episode, which, like I said, we're going to be talking all about the importance of being able to let go of control, the importance of really surrendering, because this is the final step when it comes to manifestation. First, you decide what it is that you want. Then you identify your blocks. You keep your side of the street clean. You clear out all your, or as much as you can at this point, your existing resistance. And then it's about letting go. Then it's about letting something bigger than you step in and fine tune the details. It's about realizing that you're not manifesting on your own. You are involved in a process of co-creation whereby it's you plus something bigger whether it's the universe god angels natures whatever you feel comfortable resonating and, and resonate most with you're in this together it's a partnership but most people are trying to do everything and then they wonder why am i not getting my results but your job as intention manifest is to get clear what it is that i want why do i want it and take the inspired action when you receive those intuitive downloads. And then in terms of how your desire manifests, the bridge of incidences that is required in order to take you from where you are to where you want to be, that's not your job. That's not your job. That's where something bigger steps in. And so that's why it's so important to allow yourself to let go of control and to once and for all surrender. And here's the thing. Most people delay their desires from manifesting because of their incessant need to control and micromanage. And we almost laugh it off saying, oh, I'm just a control freak or I'm just type A. And I get it because that was me for a very long time. But I was also shortchanging myself and not moving ahead as quickly as I could have. And maybe you can relate as being a control freak and just can't help but micromanage. But trust me when I say that if you could even redirect a fraction of that control inwards towards self-control, your life would change exponentially because being in control is a very, very powerful quality. But here's the thing is that most of us are using that control towards outcomes and circumstances, which we actually have zero control over. You cannot change the external world, but instead you have full control over yourself. And when you can change yourself, everything around you will also shift. And as much as you know, we think of manifestation, the, in, the instant thing that comes to mind is vision boarding, affirmations, et cetera. But there are some underrated characteristics. So let's just talk about it. 
that if you really want to be an intention manifester who's able to draw in big desires really fast, you need to have an unwavering level of self-awareness, self-discipline, self-control, self-trust, self-commitment, and self-trust. But here's the thing is most of us, we have these elements every now and then, but it's on a contingent basis. And when I say self-control, it's also when things aren't going your way, are you still in control or do you feel powerless? Do you feel anxious? Are you living from a place of fear and expecting the worst case scenario? Or are you operating from a place of self-trust that no matter what, you're going to be fine? Are you living on autopilot and letting yesterday's thoughts, yesterday's feelings, and yesterday's actions just repeat itself? Or are you being aware and intentional about what you're focusing on and how you're feeling? You know, and these are the things where when you can master this and really, really hone into these characteristics, that's when you regain total control of your life. And here's the thing is that as much as you're trying to micromanage and make things happen or plant yourself in certain environments because it's going to increase your likelihood of getting what you want, I can't say this enough. Nothing needs to change other than self. I'll say it again. Nothing needs to change other than self. Make this your new mantra. I want you to say to yourself every single day because your life is nothing more than a byproduct of who you are being. You, at the end of the day, as an intention manifester, you're not manifesting an outcome. You're manifesting a feeling because your feelings are what, are what is magnetic and what is drawing the experience to you. You are not manifesting an outcome. You're manifesting a new version of you because Here's the thing is that if your life is a mirror reflection of you and you want to change the reflection, well, then you got to change you. You don't manifest what you're doing. You manifest who you are being. And now really take this in. This is where it gets really exciting. If life is a byproduct of you, by controlling yourself, you invariably control the circumstances that follow. Think about it. If you can control yourself and have enough self-control, invariably, you are going to be able to control the circumstances that unfold. But here's the thing. Like I said, we hold on to control. We micromanage and we hold on to this illusion of control that it has to go a certain way in order for me to get what I want. And that's why we get so perturbed when things seem like they're not working or not moving in the direction you want, because you're attached to your ego's expectation of how things are going to pan out. And so any slight deviation from that constricted, limited expectation, you automatically assign a meaning that I'm not getting what I want. But here's the thing is that when we hold on to this illusion of control, it's because of the false sense of security it offers. And so recognize that. That's the first thing I want you to do is recognize that, okay, the reason why you struggle to let go of control, the reason why you want to micromanage is because you feel safe. You feel safe with the predictability that being in control brings. But like I said, it's an illusion. And instead, if we could feel into the security that controlling ourself provides, that's how we let go of the, ex the need to control external circumstances. That's how letting go of external control becomes so much easier because either way, you're good. Because when you're in full control of yourself, you know that, okay, no matter what happens externally, I have myself. That's why self-trust is also so important. I, I will be good either way. And if you're in control and have your own back, 
guess what? Because your life is a mirror of you, you are only a match for outcomes of the same frequency. And that's really where your power as intention manifester lies, is can I build enough self-trust and self-control that in doing so, I'm naturally regaining control and power over my circumstances. And when it comes to now controlling the outcomes that unfold, it's a difference. And I don't want you to get confused. You're letting go of how things are going to pan out. It's the bridge of incidences that is required in order to get you from where you are to where you want to be. So whether it's you meeting the right person or stepping into the right room or an opportunity coming your way, that's not for you to worry about. But instead, it's you're controlling the outcome because you're being decisive and intentional about what it is that you want. And you're making that your reality. That is what controlling your outcomes is. Not the how, but ensuring that it becomes yours. And so now if you really want to control your outcomes, the key to doing so, like I said, it is self-control. And self-control at the end of the day is what allows you to have unwavering and relentless trust in the manifestation process. Self-control is what allows you to truly surrender and let go. Self-control, the more you have it, the easier it is for you to allow something bigger than you to step in, fill in the details, create the pathway so that you're able to move forward. I can tell you one thing, as much as I can share so many amazing manifestation stories that I've had and clients, there's no way my human mind could have conceptualized how I was going to do it. Something There was something bigger, 100%, that brought me the right person or made sure that the right timing Sorry, that the, what I, I got what I wanted at the exact right timing or that I was prompted to attend a certain event. It it couldn't have been me. It was something bigger. And so that's why it's, again, you're in a partnership. You plus something bigger. You need to shut down your ego that thinks that you know it all and it, it's all on you. And so when I say self, self-control, what do I really mean by that? Well, when I was jotting down what I believe self-control entails, a few things came to mind. It's Number one, self-control means you are taking action based on conscious intent rather than driven by impulse. So many of us, because we're not actually taking the time out to regulate our nervous system, we're being emotionally impulsive. So rather than respond and be proactive about how we show up, we're just reacting to external circumstances. We're driven by temporary hits of dopamine and so we take action that's going to give us that that quick hit rather than actually take action which is going to lead to our long-term satisfaction self-control continuing on that it means you're trading instant gratification for long-term pleasure and that sometimes it means being okay that i'm not going to feel joy in this moment But the long-term pleasure, the foundation that I'm building for myself, that is what I'm focused on. And that could apply to small things or big things. So for example, self-control sometimes means that, hey, I want to go out for lunch today, but I have a deadline that I need to do. So I'm going to have self-control. And even though I really want to attend this lunch or this party, I'm going to have enough self-control and focus my energy where I need to right now. I need to be working on this deadline. Similarity is self-control means I really, really want to have this cake that's in front of me. It looks so delicious, but I have some big goals with my fitness, my physique, and I'm going to have enough self-control to say not now. Doesn't mean I'm never going to have it. Doesn't mean I'm never going to go for a lunch, but right now I'm going to control myself and 
focus my energy where it matters. It could be even sometimes like, you know, when someone sends you a message that triggers you, self-control means not replying right away. As much as you want to write out a savage response, trust me, I know the feeling. Sometimes self-control means replying, okay, period. Leaving it at that. (laughs) Self-control, like I said, also means shutting down your ego, that part of you that's trying to protect you and act out of character. Self-control also, like I said, it's your ultimate source of power. And so in order to now really hone into deeper levels of self-control, it means consciously mastering every facet of yourself, your mind, your body, and soul. When you can control your thoughts, how you feel, your mouth, your behaviors, your beliefs, your internal narratives, the way you perceive yourself, your nervous system, how do you how do you actually take care and regulate your nervous system? That is what self-control is. I don't want to wake up every morning and meditate, but self-control means my nervous system is my priority. And by me meditating, I'm able to control my nervous system. And therefore, I'm going to sit my ass down and I'm going to put on a timer for 10 to 15 minutes and meditate. And essentially, self-control means managing your overall presence. And here's the thing, is that most of us, if we're not conscious about it, we're operating in the complete opposite of self-control in behaviors which are based on self-sabotage, self-abandonment, self-defiance, and self-wavering. And here's the thing is that while that can become your autopilot very easily, but if you're operating in these realms, don't be surprised that you feel so powerless and you're living in lack. Because if you're not doing more to manage yourself and to make sure that you are operating from the most expansive and abundant version of yourself, How can you actually attract an abundant life? Just think about that for a second. And if you really want to see your desires manifest, it means checking yourself. Check yourself. Are you actually in control or are you just letting your life pass you by? And secondly is where are you maybe lacking in self-control? The minute you shine light onto what's not working or not serving you, that's how you're able to move forward. Because like I said, it's... Sometimes this lack of self-control, it causes us to engage in behaviors, create impulsive emotional reactions, which aren't really in alignment with what we're creating. And so as a result, it destroys momentum and therefore it only delays our manifestation from unfolding. Lack of self-control can also destroy opportunities, relationships, and your overall evolution as a human. There are so many ways we don't realize it that we're actually driven by a lack of self-control it could be even let's say for example that you're in a relationship and you start and and this is like these are real life examples right not necessarily my real life but these are real life examples you could be in a relationship you get wasted you start chatting to a guy or a girl in the bar and then suddenly you're hooking up with them and then what have you done you've cheated on your partner and why because you lack that self-control and i know that sounds a bit harsh, but that's the reality is that whether it's something like your diet or your relationships or your work, if you don't have self-control, if you are not mastering yourself, you're not going to be able to master the outcomes that unfold. And now tying this together with the idea of surrendering is when you are controlling yourself, you don't need to control the external. That feeling of holding on, it naturally dissolves because Like I said, when you can control yourself, you're able to control the circumstances that unfold. And when you can control your mind, your nervous system, and your overall presence, energetic presence, 
you're creating and you're controlling what comes next because everything is just a byproduct of your overall energy. And here's the thing is that we struggle to let go of control because we we don't trust. We feel that if I let go of control, I'm not going to get what I want. But the reality is that the more you trust in yourself, the easier it is to detach and actually operate from an energy of trust because either way, you're going to be fine. And as humans, we crave safety because of our innate wiring and primal need for security. And if I can create that safety within myself, that trust within myself, either way, I'm going to be fine. And I think that's why I really urge you to ask yourself, why do you struggle to let go of control? Why do you struggle to trust? And instead, how can you give that to yourself? Because when you can create these feelings within yourself, it doesn't matter what's happening around you because either way, you're going to be good. And similarly, is that when you have enough self-trust and enough internal safety, when things don't go according to your ego's expectation of how things should be, you're not going to mess up your alignment and detaching feels so much easier. Because trust me, is that there are moments, there's so many where I'm being trained on everything that I teach, whereby it's okay, I expected something to go one way, it didn't happen. But these are the moments where I got to ask myself, who do I want to be? And I've noticed that the more I consciously develop my self-control and self-trust, the way I handle circumstances and deviation and seemingly delays and obstacles, I'm it's so different, so noticeably different. I'm just so chilled out as a person. And because I'm so relaxed and chilled out and safe and secure, I'm noticing that my ability to manifest big desires, it just becomes so much easier. And so now the work here, when it comes to being able to surrender and allow something bigger to step in, the work here is is no longer on you controlling, forcing, or micromanaging, but instead it's number one, can I focus on creating the internal safety within myself and building self-trust? This is your foundation. And this foundation facilitates detachment, which really boils down to you maintaining the energetic alignment on an unconditional basis. And all our emotions are just feedback. And so when you notice that your emotional state is volatile and all over the place, it's just feedback that, hey, you're still attached to a particular outcome. And so when you notice that you're just in a good feeling state, no matter what, that alone is your feedback that, hey, you actually have detached. And the more you can master detachment, the quicker you're going to close the gap between you and your desire and allow for the full-blown manifestation to happen. That is how you allow your desire, no matter what it is, whether it's the loving relationship, the fulfilling career, money coming towards you with more ease, exotic travel, improved well-being, whatever it is your heart desires, but that is how you allow your that desire to come into full fruition. And so as you now start to work towards building this internal safety, self-trust and self-control, be easy and gentle with yourself, but also be relentless. Nothing changes until you change. And if you got value from this episode, trust me, you don't even have any idea what is in store for you. Over the four weeks in Seal the Deal, we're going to go so much deeper in this so that in four weeks, you're going to see big shifts happen in your life. And so you can head to the show notes with the link with more details and to register. And I mean, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. Have an amazing day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. 
If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.